Y'all, what's going on, y'all? We back. Another one. Another one. Ooh, this is episode eight. Oh, I just realized my mic was on. Oh, it was off. Alright. Technical difficulties. Yeah, we back. We back. Another episode. Talk that talk podcast. We you know what I'm saying? We live on a Saturday night. Uh Stimmy's dropping. Yeah. Stimmy's dropping. Y'all boy Biden passed that Stimmy. Hey, hey, who do y'all vote for? Cause the elections is over. I want to know who y'all voted for. Send 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 y'all responses in. DM us on Instagram. Let us know who y'all voted for last election. I really want to know. Because black people be acting like it's taboo to vote for Trump. I voted for Kanye. <laughs> I wanted to see some change. I wanted to see some, you know, some change. traditional politicians, something different. Bro, did you see the Kanye uh, interview with Joe Rogan? That nigga was like spitting some like real facts. I started to watch it, but I didn't see the whole thing. Honestly, Joe Rogan podcast be long as hell. Like, yeah, you gotta you, watch that in like. You gotta seven. watch that on a long car drive or like split it up during mm-hmm. the day. But so it's, it's good watched, though. Like the first quarter or so. But yeah, the stimmies dropped with us. Uh, I thought it was funny that Congress lady that don't even know that Guam is a U.S. territory. Oh yeah, t- tell us what happened right there. What was that about? She was like basically complaining, you know, like, hey, she's tired of uh, America, like, spending money on all these countries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need the money here at the home country. And she was like, she was just listing off the name of countries. She's like, spend money and blah, 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 blah. And Guam came up and then they were like, Guam is U.S. territory. What are you talking about? So I just thought it was funny that, you know, these are our representatives. And don't even know, like, the simple things like U.S. territories and all that. All right, so let me let me tell y'all real quick what the requirement is to be a member of Congress. So the Constitution, this is verbatim, the Constitution requires that members of the House be at least 25 years old. Shit, I'm going to be 25 this year. Maybe I should run for Congress. Uh, I have been a U.S. citizen for at least seven years. Have I been a citizen? I haven't been a citizen for seven years. And live in the state they represent, though not necessarily the same district. And that's it. That's it. No degree, nothing. Yeah. Maybe probably a high school diploma. Uh, no, bro. It doesn't say it, it has no education list in order. It said specifically. Bro, yes. This is this is this is the requirement right here. That's crazy, right? I'm telling you, man. Let's all just run for office. Let's just do it. <laughs> but no, it comes with power, though. You need to like still have people to back you and all that pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna be like an easy cakewalk in there. I feel. I think all politics is is. Um, People with money, they just put like their guy because they have the influence, right? They have mm-hmm. money and influence, so they can put whoever, oh, like, like whatever front, person they want. Guy. Yeah, they put their guy up there, and they're like, "Yo, we're gonna back you. We're gonna, you know, uh, support your campaign. We're gonna drive your campaign, and then when you in that seat, you know, you're gonna pay us back." That's what it is, really. Yeah, like that's like presidents and all these, like you know, when they get all these. Uh, you know, basically when they're doing their fundraisers and, you know, these corporations are like, hey, we're going to back you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, all right, I'm going to give you this money. But, you know, once you get in, <laughs> you know, I'm going to need, you know, I'm going to need yeah. some tax breaks. I'm going to need blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's how it works. I wonder if, because, um, you know, everyone loves Obama. That's another taboo subject. Like, come on. Like, black people. Like, Oh, did you see Obama say uh, he broke the dude's face in high school? Bro, I, yeah, I seen that a couple weeks ago. He said he called him a a cracker? Or something? He's calling him a coon. <laughs> I'm like, I you believe that? Obama is pretty good at telling the story. We actually we was just talking about how all of these 
politicians, like some scandal comes out, you know, you got like, you know, Bill Clinton had the whole scandal. Bill Clinton, a real nigga. I Trump Bill Clinton. had the whole scandal. Yeah. Now we was just talking about, what's the new name? Is it Andrew Cuomo? Yeah, Cuomo. You know, now he got all these allegations coming Yeah, up. I actually want to talk about Cuomo. We'll, we'll but talk about Obama Cuomo. Obama was pretty clean, though. Like, how, how he went through the whole thing, and he had to tell the story about him broken somebody up. Yeah, you're talking about his, um, but then again, you don't know. You know, we don't know if Obama's clean. But that's why, I me mean, though, in terms of, like, ain't nothing came out, like. Uh-huh, yeah. That means he just, whoever, whoever the right people is, you know, he made them people happy, give them what they wanted, because I feel like if you, uh, especially if you're a man, like, you're a man in a power position, it's so easy. Mm-hmm. It's so easy for somebody to take you up, which we was just talking about Cuomo before we started this. Like Cuomo yeah. was like the shit. When the pandemic first yeah. happened, everybody loved it. It's kind of like shit. probably everybody knew his name because mm-hmm. I In never knew about him until the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like he was mm-hmm. like the probably like some kind of hero. Mm-hmm. How about the woodworks and now? And now all of a sudden, what what I think happened yeah. is, um, I think Cuomo wasn't gonna play ball with. I wonder if they're gonna put us like on a list or some shit, like these niggas. We're gonna oh. be on some type of list after this. But I feel like Cuomo wasn't trying to play ball, and then like you already know how it goes. So, like everybody, like oh yeah, same thing happened to Bill Cosby. Like oh yeah, fuck you. Yeah, he did. Exactly. You're not trying to fall in line. Like all right, cool, we could get you. Which is why I was saying that's why I like this is what I liked about Trump, because Trump, he was smart because he put it all out there from the start. That's why he wasn't. That's why Trump was so dangerous. I think that's why he got in office though, because. Let's be real. Even people that didn't end up liking Trump in the end, in the beginning, they probably vote for him because you know everybody's everybody's logic was, you know what, this guy is a he's different. He's different. He's different than a traditional politician. We mm-hmm. need somebody that's like Trump is not you know, a politician. That's being, he seems like he's being real. He seems you no, know, not the traditional politician that's just lying. And a lot of people liked him, but then once he got in, mm. a lot of people felt. Like, he didn't change. That's one thing you can say about him, uh-huh. is that he remained consistent. Trump be you know? doubling down, bro. I, f- but, but I fuck with Trump. But people did say that once he got in, then it was like, yeah. all the shit came out where you see, like, oh, this man might be racist. This man might... He didn't give a fuck. Really? He didn't give a fuck, bro. This man say, tell the problem is, stand back and stand by. Yeah, Trump, Trump didn't give a fuck, bro. Like that whole thing with uh, that whole Stormy Daniels thing. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck that bitch. So what? What, are, what are y'all going to do? Which is why someone like that is so dangerous to be in office because they can't really be controlled. He really is an interesting individual because yeah. even if you think back, like, think back, like, the early 2000s, even, like, probably before, you know how much, like, artists, like, in, in hip-hop and stuff just dropped his name? Like, he was kind of, like, basically... Mm-hmm. When when anyone think of like a businessman, like successful or yeah, like businessman, business he was like one of the first names that was on the tip of everybody's tongue. Like if you think of how much rap songs done drop drop his name, mm-hmm. this man was in like Fresh Prince. If you remember, he basically mm-hmm. closed out Fresh Prince. You know, he came back, bought the, his family childhood house. Like he was just like in everything, every song. But now, like this man go from. Being the most loved by every community now, man, because his colors came out, so everybody's like, "Oh, this man racist," you know. I, I, man, I don't, I don't think Trump racist. I think he's how old is that? Nigga? Seventy, late seventies year old white man in America. It's like, you know what I'm saying? We say this about old people all the time. Like yeah. old people are stuck in their ways. 
it is what it is, but I honestly didn't mind Trump. I it's honestly, funny though, cause it's like how it's funny like how this man talking about building a wall and everything, <laughs> and his wife barely could speak English. <laughs> if you think about it, so it was so contradicting in a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I gonna say? Another thing I don't understand is like, um, like how people they literally blame everything on Trump, bro. Like coronavirus, they blame like all the deaths on Trump. Like he's the one that created this virus in Wuhan and brought it over here. Because <laughs> nigga said, oh, if uh Biden was in office, you know, last year, this shit would have never happened. I'm like, what? What would have been different? But if you think about it, they blaming it on him because they're saying like, because it's kind of like, if you think about it, like, yeah, di- directly, the virus isn't his fault. But if you think about it, he really wasn't taking it serious. And Yeah, he could have closed the borders and, and all that. And and also like the whole mask thing, mm-hmm. you know, he was like, eh, whatever, whatever. And, and the thing about Trump, his followers are very cult-like in a way, like they're very literal. Like he say so, like they literally take that to heart. I ain't trying to like offend anyone, but a lot of his followers will you would probably consider not super educated to use their own common sense. So a lot of things mm. they took super literal. So like, oh, I don't wear no mask. Oh yeah, we not wear no mask. Oh, the virus ain't deadly. And then also the whole thing when he came out and said he knew like ahead of time, but you know he basically didn't. He basically lied about it because he was like he didn't want to create like panic or mm. anything like that. <laughs> So that's probably like what contributes to it too. The funniest thing is when he came out, he was like, "Yeah, uh, what he says like y'all gotta inject bleach into y'all body or some shit." It's funny though because, <laughs> they, but it, I did see that he was probably kind of trying to be kind of sarcastic about it, but people was like, "Nah, this dude influenced people to inject bleach." <laughs> but wasn't it? Uh, there was like a doctor. Uh, uh, came on to say like uh, what Trump there's like actually an, like uh, an effective treatment for it. I forget what the thing is called. It's like hydro, like some shit. Oh, we're doing bleach. But yeah, it, it was. It's not bleach, but it was like yeah, what he was saying was right. There's a you know, it effectively treated COVID like back then before we had vaccines and whatnot. So yeah, Trump wasn't um he wasn't all the way there, but eh. Eh, I ain't mad at him. He stayed consistent with his crazy. Yeah, which is which is why I can't respect him, bro. He didn't fucking like Trump just doubled down. He just kept doubling down, you know. He didn't but change one up. thing, one thing that I noticed about him, it was that I, honest, being real, I do think he might have possibly could have been racist. But also, one thing I noticed racist, about him, Everyone he was, was racist. he was like because he's not a politician, he really played to. He really played to his supporters. So, for example, I think, uh, like, think of, think of if, let's say, you you doing something <laughs> right, and somebody goes, let's say, all right, for example, let's say you know your following is probably like black, you know, people, but then it's like maybe like a lot of politicians try to try to win over, like, all right, I want to get the white people too, so I'm gonna try to play neutral because mm-hmm. I want to try. Trump wasn't with that. Trump was no. like, all right, I see. You know, these are my followers, so I'm going to play to them. Yeah. Whether it's going to make me Which is smart. Like That's what you're person. supposed to do. He was like, all right, I'm going to just go all in on who supports me, and I don't care about who who else. Where most politicians don't do that, though. That's Bro. probably what made <laughs> I, them stick out, too. Like, as we saying this shit, I, I just seen some shit pop up. She said Donald Trump reportedly shared dude photos and hit on his uh, 
fuck is it hit on his accountant's family members <laughs> while in office yeah trump is a funny ass nigga bro i wonder what he's doing now I see now he i ain't been hearing nothing about him ever since you know the whole um nah, he's still thing? in the news bro he's, he's still in the news because you know shit will be boring after the whole impeachment it kind of like once that was over with he's, he's still in the news kind of fell off but um, let's moving on. Like the stimmies drop. Like I said, like what, what you gonna do with your stimmy when you get it? If I get it, like what do you what do you think is uh? I was I was watching some shit on Friday. It was um the guy was at work and they had the news in the back, and uh, I forget what station it was, but they had like some expert on there, and the lady was like, yeah, like all like all the struggling families, da 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 da. Like all y'all gotta do, like as soon as y'all get that money, y'all just gotta save it. Like, save it, save it, save but it. if you're struggling, how are you going like, to save exactly, it? That's what I'm saying. Like if, you, if you're waiting on it because you're because struggling. Because you have to pay bills. Like, how are you going to save it? And I'm just thinking, like, all right, so you want these fucking people to get the money. And let's let's say they don't necessarily need it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, yeah, put it in the savings account. Like, oh, like, you mean the people that don't probably need they, it? Maybe they, they might not, like, need it right now. But it's just, like, excess. Like, I don't like how they always try to push this whole, like, saving agenda, like, like yeah, you get Same the money, money and then just give it right back to the you bank. Get what point one zero point zero one percent or point whatever interest? Yeah, interest rate. Like you basically just giving the bank the money you just got from the government. Because what inflation happens at what one like percent? I think it's one percent. It's usually like three percent. But year. then your money is in the savings account. It's depreciating. Interest rate at one percent. Then it's kind of like savings. Which is why I don't understand like why people be using savings accounts. I I get it for like an emergency savings. You should always have an emergency savings. But it's funny because that used to be my rhetoric too, or my train of thought was like. But again, that's like old school way of looking at it. Oh, like you know, you work, you save, 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 save. But it's like, like you said, a savings should be more of you save. You know the typical what they say like depending on what you do for a living. Like if you're self-employed. Or whatever, maybe you want to at least have a year because you know you never know being your own business owner. But if you're working mm-hmm. somewhere, maybe six months, and then after that, everything else should be like you know, you got it like invested, you know, stuff like that. You got IRAs, yeah, you know, like TSPs, whatever, 401ks, so whatever you got. That ties back in. We, we're going to touch on the, the, the stimulus later again, but that ties back into what we was just saying about, uh, we was talking about financial literacy, like among black people. So you were saying, like, what if... Oh, you mean what? Well, uh, yeah, what, what if they gave us reparations, but they made, uh, like, a requisite, right? You have to take, like, one year mm-hmm. of financial uh, literacy Man, classes. And I was like, ain't no way the government going to do that. They're not going to make it a mandate because I feel like, let's say they do give us, you know, they give us reparations. They put money in our pocket. It would be smart, or mm-hmm. I wouldn't say smart, but it would be it will fit their agenda to just give us that money, yeah. and then those people who don't know how to manage their money, how to take care of their money, just they're gonna watch it go right back into their pockets because we're gonna do go spend that shit. And it's funny that you said that because I always, in a way, my first train of thought is always to give people the benefit of the, the doubt that they're gonna <laughs> do the right thing. But then when you say that, it hit me that it's like these. These government like officials and these politicians ain't never care about the, the best interests of the people. No, bro. So it's like that definitely makes more sense. They could be like, one, if we do pass these, if we do pass these reparations, mm. we gonna give X X money. They gonna be like, yeah, go ahead and give it to them. Cause for them, they probably gonna look at it like potentially. Like, at this point, they can't never bring this up no more. We give it to them. 
whenever they choose to do with it, mm. whenever they try to complain, you're just going to be like, hey, we gave it to you. Ain't my fault you gave it right back to us. So that's what will probably be smart. But I was like, yeah, like I was saying, I'm like, I think it'll be better. Like probably the middle class and, you know, I'm not saying everyone don't know how to handle money, but, you know, maybe like the middle class and those kind of people that already, you know, know how to manage money and stuff will like do good. But then you have like the people that are, you know, the lower class, you mm. know, don't know how to manage money, you know, mm. you know, unemployed, those, those kind of people, they probably potentially. And I think that's one of the biggest things that people look at when it's almost like the same effect of how we had this discussion before you know it's mm. like the the concept of looking at a homeless person yeah and in your mind like i don't want to give him money because he's probably just he's gonna spend it on yeah. So yeah yeah people yeah, yeah, some yeah, people yeah. look at giving black people reparations oh, yeah. the same way you know what i mean the same concept like, <laughs> oh we, you get him money it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just gonna spend it and do whatever just think and go use that as, like look that at shit. that as an excuse for why you shouldn't necessarily give it to him yeah and i'm like Maybe make it like a prerequisite that hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want your stimulus check, commit to I don't know, a year, three months, whatever the case is of like financial literacy. Does that mean automatically that you're gonna have people not still squandering it? No, it don't mean that, but it shows it probably could save some people mm. and then it also makes sure that these people, if you really want it, mm. you gotta show that you're willing to sacrifice your time. You know, and be committed to like a certain period of time to actually go through these courses. Because if it's just one day or one class, that's easy. If you go like, all right, I gotta go here Knock for it out today, real quick, yeah. then I'm getting my, you know, I'm gonna get my check or whatever it is. But if you make it like a thing that they gotta strive for, mm. then it's gonna weed out a lot of people that's just not willing to do it, and that that would be the ones that probably would potentially just squander it anyway. But some is still gonna slip through. That's gonna do it, get the money, squander. But at least you potentially saving someone. Look, I, I don't think it should, it, it should be money. It should be money because I'm already kind of like in between about... Yeah. I'm already in between about stimulus checks in the first place. Well, not necessarily stimulus checks, just the whole bill because the checks alone is not... Mm -hmm. The bill is $1.9 trillion, almost $2, two trillion. But the checks is in... Just the money that's going in our pockets is just in the billions alone. So it's like a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah. That we, you really got to like look at that bill and like digest what's going on, like where, like where all this shit is being allocated to. And the scary thing is, uh, they printing all this money, mm -hmm. right? But it's like, it's basically, we didn't produce anything mm -hmm. to generate this money. So that's just fucking up our whole, mm -hmm. I, I feel like that somehow, I don't know the math behind it. I'm it's not called an economist. Some, is it faint money or something like that? It's called, it's, some it's shit. Like, it's nothing to back it. Back in the day, yeah. it had like the gold standard. Where you right. Like gold, now it's just like, oh, we need more money. Just print more just money. Print, just printing, just printing more yeah, money. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm just like, like where... We 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 printing all this money, but there's no there's no like industry, there's no industry behind it. We're not producing anything, so somehow I don't know how I don't know the math, but it's going to backfire on us. That's why I don't believe in like, just giving people out. Like obviously in this situation, like yeah, we're in a pandemic. People need that money. People got to pay bills. People got to you know what I'm saying take care of the kids. Yeah, of course, let's do it. But uh, when we touch on like reparations, like no, nah, I don't think we should just give people money just because you know their ancestors were slaves. What I think the a good solution would be is we take away taxes, right? Mm -hmm. From, uh, you know, those select people. We like, yo, y'all not going to pay taxes for a set period, you know, a decade, a couple decades, like whatever it is, y'all not going to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then education, free education. Because yeah. when you think about it, what affects like young people the most, like uh, it's, it's, it's student, student loans, like mm -hmm. debt, because they be carrying that debt their whole life. Like if, 
black kids Our could just would like to go to school but can't but can't go to school goes. right so if you had a program like i y'all could send maybe if you already like you all oh, you might not benefit from it but you got to think like your kids and the future generation like, because as people we really mm-hmm. gotta what well, we have to, i think our duty as you know humans is just making the world a better place for those yeah. that come after us Definitely. so you got to think like that and you just, you, you just be like all right cool y'all don't pay taxes and y'all kids go to school for free. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's setting the next generation yeah. up for But success. that makes so much sense. Like, I'm glad. That's why it's good to, like, have conversations, for real. Because I didn't think about it from that perspective. Because typically when you do hear people bring it up, it's almost like automatically, you know, there's money mm-hmm. that you should get. But yeah. reparations don't necessarily mean only money. It only money, yeah. ways. And that just got my train of thought running to where they could be so much in the ways. Like, like you mentioned, you know, it could be, you know, whoever is identified as those people that will benefit mm-hmm. from reparations. You know, like, let's say, not not even deferred. Like you say, no no taxes for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Like, that could be one option. Then you also have, um, like you said, free school. But then, like, what about, let's say, for example, maybe somebody, like, obviously, this, you go through the same processes. Let's say you qualify for a house mm-hmm. or something, right? But maybe like uh, no interest, like depending, like mm-hmm. you get like federal, like you know the uh, like a special type loans. of loan, yeah, yeah, like but with some that's probably like maybe like okay, obviously meet the if you meet the requirements, like mm-hmm. no interest rate, no interest, no you know, interest like mortgage, some, something like that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? No interest rate mortgage, like yeah. stuff like that. All other ways that you could help people that ben- that are gonna be you know benefited from yeah. it. if they already went to school. And you you know what you know what's so good about that though. People that already went to school, their school debt get cleared. People that want to start small businesses, you know, like yeah, small business loan. You know what I mean? Like tax, no taxes Mm. for like a certain amount of time for like you know that business. Like different ways to like all look at it to help dig people out of the hole. And that's better than just giving people like because let's say they print like some trillions of dollars and put it in our pockets, like. Or even if they ain't money, even if you give people like houses, that probably could work too. Like say like. Uh, here's or what we're land. gonna do. Yeah, houses or land. Here's what we're gonna do. And, you know, because that's what it's supposed to be, right? Forty acres and a mule. You know, that's what they <laughs> said. Whole thing. But say like, you know, less fortunate people. If they can't do everyone that doesn't have a house, let's say you look at the people that have, you know, kids. You know, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, we gonna put them in. You know, a fort. It's kind of like put them in a house where. Is like, all right, you ain't got to worry about paying, you know, land taxes and those things for a certain period of time. Just something that could give you a little push that once you actually put yourself out there and you grind and you strive is actually little positions to, you know, yeah. get you get you going forward, get you ahead. You know what I mean? Like, Cause I, I like what you said about um, the interest-free mortgages because you think about it, you get an interest-free mortgage and you don't got to pay. Let's say you're living in the projects. You could go apply for you know interest-free loan get this mortgage go get a house somewhere and then instead of paying that you know that section eight you could put that towards your mortgage mm-hmm. and then at the end of the day like even if you want to keep working like whatever whatever you're doing you just keep doing what you're doing yeah. but you still put money towards the house at the end of the day and then when it's all said and done you have something to pass on to your kids because it definitely will be affordable too because think yeah. interest-free mortgage and then like you know no land taxes and all those other taxes for a certain period of time so like you said, the money that you would have been having for rent anyway, mm-hmm. you actually are able to be in your own home and put it towards the asset towards yeah. 
towards paying down the house. Right. Which is why, like, I think black people are so screwed now because majority, I don't want to speak for all of us, but majority of us don't really, you, you can think about, like, our, you know, our counterparts, our peers, they can actually get something from their parents. They get, like, some mm-hmm. type of inheritance from their parents or their grandparents, like, somebody, somebody's going to give them mm-hmm. something. But we ain't really, like, a lot of us is just, we the fucking, you know, the first ones yeah. to, like, make it to, you know, like, a certain place. So, like, we, we talk about this all the time. Like, we got to be the ones to create something mm-hmm. for the future generation. You so, got, yeah, we, we're going to be the ones passing something down. you got to create something for, like, potentially your kids, you got to mm-hmm. learn first. Learn, So, you yeah. got to go, like, be self-taught. You got to go teach yourself because teach your yourself, parents, yeah. like... Not that they didn't love you or they didn't want to. They, they just, just don't know. They just didn't they know. Don't, they don't have the knowledge. So now you got to like try to go figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then once you figure it out, then you got to like apply it. And then you got to go through trial and error because yep. you got to like mess up. All right, mess up here. Learn from that. Keep pushing. And mm-hmm. then eventually you get it down to where you can pass it down to your kids. And then another thing that hurts too, that kind of like um, takes away the... It's kind of like a, it's supposed to be like a snowball effect, right? For example, you know, I know something, I create a certain wealth, mm-hmm. pass it down to my kids. Then I take my knowledge and my wealth, give it to my kids. So now they already are starting from ahead of me because now they got my knowledge, my wealth, and then they're going to be at a position where they're going to learn even more than me on top of that. You know, yeah. it's like, com- it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's compounding that knowledge mm-hmm. and that wealth and keep passing it down. But where the black community is at right now is we're going backwards. So yeah. think about think about how is wealth supposed how we just describe wealth supposed to flow downwards. But think about it. If you make it or I make it, what's the first when you make it or any black person or mm-hmm. anyone make it, what's the first thing that you think of? Buying something? Not only buying something, you think of like, oh, I gotta go take care of my family. Mm-hmm. I gotta go get my mom's that house. Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta make sure mom's straight. Spending it, yeah. You know, so like you going backwards instead mm-hmm. of like thinking about Oh, let me pass that mm. now to the future. Mm. Now you gotta go back and like, oh, mm. you gotta take that. care of everybody. Yeah, that up along to my the way. mom, mm. and then like, if anything is left, then let me come back. Mm. But it's supposed to always be going down, like, all right, bro. right? Like, but we, but we behind. So <laughs> that's it's, a good point, so right there. I never thought of it. That's what I'm saying. We're going backwards with it. Mm. Like, I you ask nine out of ten black people, like, hey, if you make it now, mm. that's one thing. Look at all the. Uh, the artists and stuff, what they do, like, oh yeah, I just bought my mom. Bought my mama house. house, yeah. You're probably like, you shouldn't have. We shouldn't, shouldn't have, have to buy your mama house. It's, it, it's a blessing that you could, but you mm-hmm. shouldn't have to. Not because you and your mom not on good terms, but because she should have probably already had a house. She mm-hmm. should be already straight, and it's just like you know, you're just gonna like pass that down to your kids. But yeah. that's how we we gotta go backwards. Well, you see, that just goes right back to that wealth gap that we was mm-hmm. talking about. That's uh. You know, so prevalent in this country. Man, that's what hurt me too. Same, talking about wealth gap and then going from talking about buying houses is like, mm-hmm. I posted some today on my Instagram. It's like a little video, of, like mm-hmm. a little redlining thing. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's like, you know, they say that's where, that's the start of what created the wealth gap. The wealth you know, gap. Like, you know, white households are 10 times more likely, ten not 10 times more likely, they have 10 times more wealth like Wait, so so break, break down the, the red line real quick. No, it's just like, so back in the day, mm. wh- when was this? The 60s or something like that? Mm-hmm. It was like, what's crazy about it that is how de- hurtful and detrimental it was, was that it wasn't necessarily like, not only was there blocking, you know, black people from being able to move to the suburbs mm-hmm. and buy houses, you got to think. One, this is how detrimental it is. One, 
Houses were like way cheaper cheap, back then. Dirt you, know cheap, what I mean? yeah. you probably could get, depending on where it was at, maybe yeah, I don't bro. know, maybe under a hundred grand stuff for a house. And if you look at those houses today, depending on the area, are upwards, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollars. So that's already like an increase in wealth. So basically, they're like blocking, like you know, they have like these maps where it's like, okay, these red zones. Anybody like basically come in trying to get a mortgage to go like, here, nah. they can't go to these places. Even not only to say like, oh. Even if they qualify, even if they have the money and they're able to they afford pay, these yeah. things, they were blocked from having them. So you got a lot of people that was forced to mm-hmm. not have something, not because they couldn't afford it. But that's how that's they how were, they started the uh, like the ghettos and all that. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That that's basically what it was. Like if you're if you block people from moving out to being able to move, and then they're staying back, and then it's like so now like. You ain't able to create that wealth because that's where mm. a lot of like wealth for other people start is because they're able to buy property and buy land, mm. and then over time the value of that like went up substantially. But a lot of black people got blocked from buying shit and stuff like that, and then you're just stuck at square one. Yeah, and now we're here, <laughs> and, like literally, and now we're here. But now it's crazy here. because I learned so much, especially in the past year, mm. and. I used to always, you know, the cliche, not cliche, but the joke that like there's, there's this joke that's told by a lot of comedians or whatever, you, you know, you hear like, oh, here go my black friend. He's going to tell me how this is like related to slavery. Let's hear it. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, they act like you're supposed to be like, yo, like the thing was like, like years ago. Hundreds of like, years ago. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But okay, it's like, nah, we, we really like, still feeling these effects think though. think about it, like, it really wasn't that long it ago. It wasn't that long ago. I'm pretty sure there's people where, like, yeah. their, their great-grandma was a slave. Bro, there's people still alive from, like, like Jim Crow, like, you know, like in the, the 50s, the 40s, the 60s, all that. It's, that's why, like, whatever people, like, like we was just talking about, like, old people, man. You get mad at old people for being racist, but it's like, yo, this is, like, they were kids when this whole, like, when we were still, like, segregated, all these people was fucking kids. Mm-hmm. And this is what they learn. So how can you be mad at that? Like, obviously, no, it's not cool to be fucking racist, but it's like, all right, like, yeah, yeah, it it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're just going to hold that over their head. Like, they're not going to fucking change. Mm -hmm. They're not going to change. It is what it is, bro. But it's just crazy. that When when I just think about history, I'm like, but that thing was just uh, the day. Mm -hmm. And it's not like that far, like, taken away. So it's like, talking about stuff like reparations, whether it's in the form of money, obviously we agree that maybe that's not necessarily the best way, but it's like, to me, it just strikes that it's just so, it's just so like obscene to some people, the idea of saying, oh, you should give reparations. Like for some people, it's like legitimately like obscene to say like, like what do you mean? Like that mm. was in the past, like forget about it, we'll do better <laughs> in the future type attitude. Like do you not see like what happened? You know what I mean? But then it's like, it goes on both ways, though, because, you know, I still believe that at a certain point, Mm. like, yeah, like, you're starting from behind, but, yeah, you might have to hustle a little harder. Yeah, you might have to grind a little harder, but it's still possible, you know, to get out of it. But everyone don't have that will. You can't just, and that's another thing that is another argument, too, that people love to say, like, oh, you know, black people are just comfortable, you know, being... You know, just want to say, oh, it was slavery. Oh, we're starting from behind and don't want to do nothing to help himself. 
And, you know, that might be warranted in some situations. It, it is. But it is. at the same time, you can't ask and expect every single person to just have a crazy, stupid drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that's special. That's that's real. That's like asking the whole race to just be fucking all great-ass people that just got great determination and great... Let's be realistic. That's just not how it is. It's not. So, and like, some people is going to feel like, yo, I've been... I'm, I'm behind, I'm Bro. fucked, and they're just going to accept Ex- that. Even if that was the case, we'll, they'll still find something, like, you know, like, they'll find some flaw. Like, even if, like, let's say, like, yeah, all collectively, we move on. Like, all right, cool. Slavery was hundreds of years ago. We ain't going to talk about it no more. We're just going to start from square one. Mm-hmm. But you remember, like, back in the day, like, uh, like Tulsa, Oklahoma, and all mm-hmm. that, like, we had, like, our own communities and shit, you know, we had, like, our own Black Wall Street and everything, like. Like, yeah, we was trying to move on, you know, creating our communities. And, you know, Movie theaters. Like, you, you, and you see what happened, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, how can you, like, the history is right there. You could go anywhere and read about this stuff. It's like when you try to build. Yeah, you try to build something, like, it That's gets torn down That's why I'm saying that defeats people after a while. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure back then, if you think about, like you said, like, right when it happened, obviously, at that point, it was like, People that I was like, yeah, my mom was a slave. My so it was even closer. You said my it was, mom? No, I'm talking about like back then, like, you know, and, and like. Oh, like back in Because, well, my grandma type thing. Because then was, when was it like 19, 18, uh, what's that, what, 1865? I That the whole slavery ended. So when you think about in like 1920 and that kind of age, people's grandma and shit was slaves. Mm it ain't like that far away. It's not, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it was close to then. So those people would have been like super resilient, right? Mm. And those people was like, those people were going to be, were probably going to be the most hopeful people as time passed on. So you got people that was that close removed. Mm. They're going to be optimistic because they know like directly, they heard stories directly from, you know, of how it was. So so you're going to have an optimism like, wow, we're not like, even as bad as times probably was still, mm. you're going to be like, but I'm not a slick. So you're driven. Then you create like towns, you know, like, you know, like Tulsa, you know, like the Black Wall Street and then it gets torn down. So then now like that kid is just going to start to feel like, man, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then like, they're going to become somebody's parent and they're going to have the attitude and then over time, it's like, that attitude could be passed on. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then the it just goes down from generation to generation to generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the fight slowly is gonna like fade away, and then a lot of people ain't gonna have that fight no more. They just go like, man, this is what it is. I'm gonna just chill on the corner. I ain't gonna get no job. Nobody mm. gonna hire me. They just gonna try to throw me in jail. Bro, like it's it's crazy to think like how like these people. It's kind of because you can't you know enslave people no more, but you can still kind of. Enslaved them I mean, like psychologically. No, nah, but you still can't enslave people. The Thirteenth Amendment. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah, you talking about like going to prison? Except when you're a commi- convicted felon. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, you get I'm, paid I'm just talking about <laughs> ten cents a day for labor. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just talking about like more so like psychological effects, like on the black I community, am. like how we, like we was talking last week. We was talking about like um like marriage and shit, like black marriage, um like. You know the whole family dynamic and all that, and I think something that I've been like noticing recently is just like people think it's okay to like like be single. Mm-hmm. This is like being single and like not 
like not having kids like mm-hmm. like when when did that become a thing like women being okay with like like oh because i'm seeing a lot of women like like some of my own girls too be like oh yeah like i don't really want a see. kid but if my husband wanted a kid then you know maybe we could talk about it like like because i feel like back then like that was the whole that was like the goal you know like you know have a family because it was like gender roles back then if you think about it now like women are more educated mm-hmm. so like a lot of women think about it back then women wasn't Women were expected to be, you know, take care of the household. Mm. The man was going out and hustling. So now, and you know, they were expected to find, you know, a guy that's going to be able to provide and have and help them to live comfortably. Mm. But now you got women going to school, women having an education, and women having like some jobs better than women than these men. So it's kind of like yeah. that's that's a big ax for like a woman to be, you know, have a career of her own. So it's easier for women to decide, you know. Now they have options. Now they're literally like debating in their head, like, "Man, do I want to choose my career, or do I want to have kids and be kind of like that's that's back then that wasn't a thing. It wasn't like no, oh, do I want my career, or do I want kids? Like now that's a real question that women ask themselves every day. You know something interesting I learned uh, like this week or last week about feminism. They said like feminism was like originally feminism. It was just trying to give women like the choice because you know back in the day like. Like, you was, like, a housewife, mm-hmm. and that's it. So they said feminism originally was just the fight to give women the choice to choose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what they like, wanted to, like, choose. Like, oh, yeah, like, I want to, I don't want to be with this guy. I want to be with this guy. I don't want to fucking be at home. I want to work here, or right, I want to work here. because I was just, I don't know what drove it. It's funny you said it, bro. I was literally just looking that up today because... I keep trying to find this video that I was telling you about about the woman that was saying she don't wanna she don't like like the pronouns like woman because it has man in it mm. and you know like those kind of things like some people take it to the next to level, the next level yeah. but kind of like what you said like basically the the, the definition of it femi- it was like obviously I can't remember the full original word but it came from this French guy. It was like feminine or something like that. That's mm. the origin origin of the word. It was like French, and he had the philosophy that like we're never gonna be like good as a society until like we're like really treating everyone equal, meaning women. So the real the real meaning of feminism is that women should be treated equally on a social, political, economical level. So just basically equality. So it's kind of like the same concept is what black people are fighting for but instead of like black people women women are fighting for equality and that's what feminism actually yes. means yes. it's just to say hey we want to be treated equally equal. like we're from a culture we're like back to the generals we're expected to be household time is changing now we want to be acknowledged and treated equal but i agree with that I obviously it evolved over time to where like when, it's, when, it's when you think of it's feminism now you don't think like oh it means treated equal you just think it's um, it's, it's some bullshit. It's super, like, uh, you know, I, I, I support women empowerment and stuff, but I think the word has been it's, uh, evolved or been like warped over time because I don't think, like, if you ask the average person what feminism means, the first thing that's come, that's going to come to their mind is not necessarily equality for women, you know, socially, polit- politically, and, you know, um, and all that. It's probably going to mm. be like, their image is probably going to be like someone like, says or something like just bro so that means i'm a feminist 
Yeah. I'm a feminist. Yeah, if you support like equality, yeah, I, I yeah. support women choosing having their own choice that's to do what, what they want to do. Equality. But what I'm saying is everything. <laughs> so a lot of times people like look at it as um, feminist means like I'm just like super like unapologetic. Oh, like all you know? What I mean, that's how like that that's how like today people look at the word like oh, is a woman being super unapologetic? Is a woman being able to like you know? objectify herself for her mm-hmm. own gain. So, for example, let's say um, a woman posts say, I'm going to go on OnlyFans and I'm going to post my body and I'm going to make money. That's that's what that's somebody would say. She's a feminist. You know, she's she's proud. Yeah. She's supportive. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. not the true meaning of the word. The meaning of the word just means equality. Uh, although, although, women. although, to, play, devil, to way, play devil's advocate, that is her choosing what she wants to do. That's what I'm saying. So it technically, is in a way, it is in a way. But yeah. it's slightly altered in a way because it's like to say they're like, I'm making money off my own objectification because that's what men do to us anyway. They objectify us. So I'm going to take the power from you to objectify myself and I'm going to own it and I'm going to be sexy and I, you know, I'm going to post, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to post, you know, nothing wearing on Instagram and you shouldn't comment and say nothing bad. Yo, speaking on that, I seen some shit this week. I was reading some shit. Uh, this dude was like, my, uh, my girlfriend or whatever, she, she was doing OnlyFans like behind my back and I found out and then I broke up with her and then she was like, oh, you're fucking, you're insecure, you're fucking this, that, and the third. Cause you broke up with me because I had only So yeah, like who do you think is wrong in that situation? I think I think I think she's wrong. I think she can't call him insecure because it's not like she told mm-hmm. him. It's like she lied. It's like you you behind my back yeah, doing it. You know what I mean? It will be a different thing. Maybe if, if she said it. If, yeah, like, she came but, out with but a then, start. But then that's not necessarily being insecure though. If I'm being honest or plain devil's advocate, I feel like if I'm dating a girl mm-hmm. and I have my preference. You know, if I'm dating a girl, maybe I want something that's private. I want to feel like you're my girlfriend. So I want to, when you have a girl to a certain extent, that means you're going to know things about that person, especially their body, mm-hmm. that the average person wouldn't know. But at the point, if like everybody knows it, it's not intimate anymore. That's fine. If some, that's fine if there's a guy that's comfortable with that. So like, yeah, you're my girl. But every guy is not necessarily comfortable with that. And it's not that he's insecure. It's just that he feels like, if he has a girl, he wants it to feel some kind of exclusiveness of having a girl. But does that make it insecure because you feel like no, I want not some insecure. kind of level of exclusiveness if you're going to be my girl? I mean, why have a... How can you be in a... I don't understand because obviously it's a thing, but like, how can you be in a relationship with somebody, like an intimate relationship, mm-hmm. and then you're like doing shit like that on the side? Like, I don't understand that, but like, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a whole. That's a whole other fucking. Ain't gonna be fully like exclusive. Ain't gonna be. That's another thing with women too. Like nowadays, it's like being on Instagram and shit. I feel like they don't leave. It's funny we talk about women so much on this podcast. Bro, I got a funny thing to say. Now you said that about OnlyFans. But I feel like women don't. Um, they don't leave anything to like imagination anymore. Like yeah, you kind of hear what I'm saying. It's different. They time. they just they just it's put it all time. out there. It's they put it time. all out there. Like you'll see a chick like post some shit like. Oh, um, you know, their leg day at the gym, like the shit they be wearing in the gym now, it's like kind of like that shit kind of turns me off time. in a way. It's definitely a different time. But what, what do you do? You think like, like what do you what do you think about that? Do you think it's like more? Because to me, it's like more attractive when you fucking you kind of you don't like reveal anything mm-hmm. to you don't reveal everything to yeah, everyone. I I think for me as a as a as a man 
and I don't know if most guys, I assume most guys might be like this. Mm. I was actually having this conversation today. I think we're more, what's the word? I think we're more, um, we don't like the idea of having to imagine a lot, which means it's good when you are mm. like somewhat not showing everything. Because as a man, like for me, let's say, for example, I don't want to like, you know, date a girl and spend like, you know, a whole year just trying to talk. You At a point, you're going to be like, damn, I want to, you know, I, I got to see this. So if you do have a girl that's like, for me at least, that is like, like you're saying, it's not necessarily have everything out there mm. and you vibing her is going to make the desire actually even more because it's kind of like there's something that's unknown. unknown you don't yeah. want to be it's so suspenseful for so long. So it makes you more like eager to actually mm-hmm. want to see her. But then if it's like you're saying where everything is out there, then it's like, okay, cool. And it, it goes back to like how men are wired. Like, let's say we see some fucking shit. Like, there's two girls on Instagram. One is like, they both go to the gym, they go to the same gym. But one is wearing like a fucking, this bitch is like wearing a fucking uh, stringer sports bra mm-hmm. and some fucking tight ass fucking booty shorts with the whole like made up face. And the other one's wearing like, you know, she got like leggings on or whatever, you know, maybe like a what, like what, what, the gym top, whatever the fuck. Like maybe a hoodie or something. Yeah, just some like regular shit, like not no crazy. Because we 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 be in the gym, we've seen those those fucking mm-hmm. females. Like the one of them, you just want to fuck. Something just extra too. Some like I would say the one that's really you just want to fuck and just mm-hmm. like yo just hit it real quick and move on. The other one is like you'll take more notice. Like oh wait, like like what, what is she about? Like she not okay. Let me see. You might take a little bit more time with the other one. You know. What I'm see, saying? and that's and that's the thing about how I said the whole great era with feminism because with feminism, if like you know you see a girl with everything out there, you know. We're supposed to not not object to fire. Yeah, not judge. Do, and you all know, that. and then she's supposed to be, you know, proud of, <laughs> of showing herself and being comfortable and we shouldn't judge, which is fine. I support that. But at the same time, you can't ask. Like I said, like you can't ask. Like if you're putting yourself out there at that point, you can't really. Yeah, we, you can't really say don't objectify me. For example, if you have an Instagram page, right, mm. where every picture is, you know, wet t-shirts, you know, bikini, nipples out, <laughs> like, how, like, how can you ask how can you every say, single don't guy me. that goes to your page to simply, is it right for him to Niggas is going to your you? page to beat off No, but shit. like, that's what you, like, how can you say, hey, don't objectify me, but it's kind of like you're objectifying yourself, yeah, yeah. so how could I see it any different, you know what I mean? And it's not to say that that's not it, but to me that's somebody would say like you're you're basically not being equal, you're not showing equality, you're not supporting. She's you know she's being a feminist. I'm like yeah, cool, you're being a feminist, but if you're objectifying, it's kind of like whatever you say you are. That's what everybody else is gonna see. You mm-hmm. can't tell me, hey, I'm a rat, and then I look at you as a sheep, <laughs> as a sheep. You know what I mean? Like if you say you're a rat, I'm gonna be like okay, you're a rat. Like I'm not gonna. So it's kind of like if you objectify yourself, it's very hard for people to like see you as something different. Yeah, I think we could touch more on that. Like we should have like a whole, bro. What we gotta do? We gotta get like some more uh, women on here, and then we could touch more about it. Yeah. But I, I want to close it out with. I said we was gonna bring back the stimulus checks. So what I want to close it out with is. Oh wait, wait! One more thing before the yeah. stimulus. 
because it's kind of like about women. I wanted to ask you a, your question on this. Uh-huh. So, this week, right? This mm-hmm. girl, this woman, her her kids go to Catholic school, right? So, mm-hmm. you know how they're very, you know, out of all the rules or whatever? Yeah. So, the mom of the kids that were going to the Catholic school started the OnlyFans page. I think I've seen that. In the and her husband and everything knows, so it's different. It's not like the situation where the husband didn't know. The husband and everything knows. So they started it out. He's making 15 grand a month, bro. You think that's a lot. But right now, allegedly, they're making up to 150 grand a month now. Nice. And their kids got kicked out of the school because their mom is on OnlyFans. Fuck it, go to another school. But do you think that, but do you think, like, it's not the kids that's on OnlyFans. Do you think it's right that the school kicked the kids out for something? Bro, that's Catholic school. Like, to the Catholic church. Has no fucking place. They they can't like, ju- bro. Isn't that the church like notorious for like fucking molesting kids? The Catholic, the Catholic church. They're notorious yeah. for molesting fucking kids. That's why like I, I don't follow religion and I won't. Oh, goddamn shit. I, I wouldn't like subscribe to religion. I wouldn't like subject my kids to like. Why the fuck would I send my kids for to me, a Catholic the way, school? Yeah, the way I look at it is, is you know, bro. I always say I'm I'm Rasta. That's how I do it. And I don't think we don't identify as oh we're a religion. It's more like a way of life type attitude. And I think that's where everything gets misconstrued because it's like I think religion creates a structure, a man-made structure, and there's like mm-hmm. too much rules. I I think every if you want to do something, just read it and go with how you see it. Because mm-hmm. like, when you look at the Bible, for example, when you read the Bible. Depending on what church you go to, it's going to be somebody interpreting the words on that page and telling you a different story every time, you know what I mean? So I'm like, why can't I read it and interpret those words for myself mm-hmm. and go with how I feel about it? And I have the structure of, you know, religion behind yeah. it. I could just be spiritual without the religion, you know, but yeah. I, I think in just to go back to, so yeah, I don't think... The kids should be punished for it, but if people in the school know that this, these kids, uh, their mom is on OnlyFans, you might as well get them out of school. You might as well. You're making a hundred. You're making a hundred racks a month on OnlyFans. Just homeschool your kids. Yeah, it's homeschool. But the funny thing is, it was they said that it was a group of other moms that like reported it, so they probably was like, "Some of bitches like, knew." That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, do they kids get kicked out too? Because that means they are OnlyFans, right? Why nigga so nosy, bro? But they probably was hating. They probably was like, man, she banging, bro. Yeah. You know she making a hundred racks on OnlyFans. You, know, you know that, that bitch that bad. That's salty. a fucking, that's a fucking milf. Bro, people are so, you know what, what I hate about like technology? Like me and technology, we have a love and hate relationship. I kind of liked, I, I'm going to say this is going to sound dumb because I wasn't alive back then. But like back in the day, bro, when it was just like our only social information was like the fucking news and the newspaper, mm-hmm. we basically had to believe whatever the fuck these people told us. I, I would prefer that now because now with social media and everything, the average dumb fuck has a fucking opinion. Like everyone has a fucking, everyone has their hand in the pot. Everyone has a mm-hmm. fucking voice. And that's not always a good thing because you know how fucking stupid people are. Yeah. And you can just go on Twitter and like post some shit. And people people will read it and take it as fact. That's what this I just had to get it off my chest. Yeah, I definitely know what you mean. People will go with anything for real. 
Like everyone now too thinks you're like an entertainer and everything, mm-hmm. and think you're on the same level as everybody, and it's just yeah. like, see, it's, it's good and it's bad though, because in a way yeah. you could reach anyone at any time if you're putting out the right message. You but what what, I mean? what is yeah. the right message? It's good and it's bad. Which which is why I fuck with China, because <laughs> China they don't they be censoring the fuck out the people. They don't fuck around, bro. You're not but, speaking but out I about think, the government. That's like one of the things though where I think is like. Man, it sounds like it's a better life. It's not because you feel like it simplifies things and take a lot of complications out. But I think you don't really want that because that's like I had a homegirl when I was. uh, It's kind of like a similar situation when I was. uh, She was like, she was like, oh, I just think men have it easy because you know y'all can just pick whatever girl y'all want. She literally said she wished that it was like back in the day. Where it was just arranged and she won't have to worry about it. And I'm like, bro, didn't, didn't we talk about this? And I'm like, I went off on this chick. You know what I mean? I was like, so you telling me that you would have preferred back in the day where your your marriage or whatever would have yeah. probably been arranged? And you got to like, marry yeah. the fat but I'm fuck like, down the That's street. easy to say now because you're not in that situation. But I'm pretty sure. Who is this girl? I gotta talk to this girl face to face. That's I hate when women say shit like that. Like, oh, you men have it. So, like, women, first of all, y'all have no game. <laughs> women have no game. Y'all, if y'all want to get some dick, all y'all got to do is put on a fucking tight dress and go sit in the fucking bar. Damn, and some niggas going to fuck you. Yeah, women, y'all, y'all have no fucking game. Yeah, I said it. Y'all don't got to put in no work. Facts. Well, anyways. What the, what the fuck? I was just talking about. Um, oh, you say you wanted to take it back to the stimmy real quick? I was, I was saying some shit about China. Why I fuck with China. Because they censor their people. Yeah, they censor their fucking people. In China, the average dumb fuck can't be on Twitter. Like, there's, there's none, none, none of the bullshit in the US is not happening in China. And the other thing I like about China is in America, everyone is just out for themselves, which is not necessarily a bad thing because it is capitalism. It's supposed yeah. to be a free market. But in China, which. What makes China so fucking dangerous? I be telling niggas, bro, in a hundred years, we all gonna be speaking Mandarin. They like Netflix is not gonna be English. Netflix Mandarin anymore. is already the most spoken language in the world. Yeah, we all gonna be speaking Mandarin. China's gonna be niggas think I'm crazy. Watch, I'm telling you, because everyone in China is just the way they have it set up is what they're thinking about is the future. Mm-hmm. Their their thing is, hey, we're all gonna sacrifice now, so we be more, we'll be more right. powerful like down the road. In America now, everyone's just out for themselves. So we was just talking about like politicians and shit. That's why I feel like, God, this, this is going to get into like a whole, you know what I think I'm becoming? I'm becoming like the conspiracy guy. Mm-hmm. That's like, like learning about all these conspiracy theories and you know, you can't trust the government and all that shit. I'm telling you, but it, bro, I ain't going to lie. I don't, I always pride myself on like trying not to be a conspiracist, but, but a lot of times, bro, when I see certain It's like, deal, yeah, like what? <laughs> It's like, I'm like, like bro, I'm feeling so naive sometimes. So I'll be like, I'll be like, because I'll be thinking shit like, like, let's say somebody say, like, how the uh, the the dude, the FBI dude came out on his deathbed and say, basically, like, you know, they took part, the FBI took part, basically, in killing Malcolm X. For me, I'm so naive, bro. I'll be like, what? Like, the government, like, kill people? And, like, somebody like, yeah, bro, that's known. And I'm like, no, I just, I just, like. Always give people the benefit of doubt that Bro, I just we're gonna like, be on a fucking list. After I ain't gonna go and I ain't gonna believe nothing like that. You know, I get, but I'm like, man, I gotta start looking at things different. You know, like hey, there's a lot of conspiracies out there. You know, they believe, say the FBI believe killed whatever y'all want to believe. <laughs> believe they whatever y'all want to believe. I had some dude give him something, give him cancer in his foot. Believe, <laughs> don't want to believe. But yeah, my 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 philosophy with, with that is just don't, you don't always want to. 
if you think that people have your best interests at heart, like those people that think like the government is just out, like trying to make the world better for for everyday people, if you think these people really have like your best interests at heart, you're a fucking fool. But anyways, to conclude, what I wanted to talk about was like that STEMI and what, because um, we were just talking about what they said. Uh, they said like, yo, just save that money, put that money in the savings account. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to see like, like, what do you think people should actually do? With the stimmy, like let's say, like yeah, you got all your bills paid for. You're not really behind on bills right now, but it's you know some extra cash. You're trying to, you're trying to figure out like what to do with it. And my advice was not financial advice, but what I think y'all should do is start a Roth IRA if you don't mm-hmm. already have a uh, IRA and just uh, put that six grand in that. But thing. yeah, all us military folks, we already got the TSP, but you can still start like a Roth IRA and uh, you know your civilian bank and it's, it's not that hard either i could kind of break it down all you need is uh you just need your driver's license or you know some standard id your social your checkings account route routing number and your employer's name and address that's all so that's going to the, the benefits that's too, one of the best things you can do starting like off planning for the future for the future too. yeah like literally what is it you can put up to six grand in up to six year. grand a year yeah and, you know, that thing builds, what, compound interest, so. we, we I think we could have, like, a whole, because, like, just me talking about this shit is going to take, like, 30 minutes. So, we I think we could do, like, a, like a whole podcast like, about, like, finances a little right. bit. Just just not, like, not financial advice, because obviously we're not we financial not, advisors, yeah, no but just just what, what like, we do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, like, at the point in my yeah. life where I'm, like, starting to, like, figure shit out, yeah. and I got that, you know, yeah. that ability to. Cause like what what do we always say like like happiness is just being able to do what you want with your time. So mm-hmm. I'm getting to that point where it's like all right, that's cool. that's the goal right there. That's the goal, just to yeah. Get to that point. But um yeah, it's been another episode, man. Talk that talk podcast. Yeah, another one in the bag, episode eight. Bro, this is not episode nine. <laughs> but Hobby still ain't got the episodes right. But the point is, we consistent. We, we consistent. All right. All right. We Peace. out.